Strategist Cowboy. Today I am reviewing one Swedish lager and one American lager. Here we probably have the strange situation where the European lager is brewed with an American hop sort or sorts, and the American lager is brewed with European hop sorts. Our first contestant this week is called Eslöf's Lager from the brewery Remarlöv. Eslöv is a community a couple of miles outside of Lund. And on this beer bottle they spell Eslöf with an F and not a V at the end of the word. It's an old spelling. An Eslöf's lager costs nearly 22 Swedish kronas, or about 2 US dollars and 60 cents. It is quite expensive for a Swedish lager of this canister size and level of ABV. But it is a local brewery and they have few means of keeping down expenses, especially since they put a lot of effort into being environmental. Who would have thought? being environmental costs money. It rarely saves money. The brewery's environmental ecological measures taken are impressive put together. Eat your heart out Germany, for when we do something we burn for, we are meticulous in a way that would make you green of envy. This is not the only example of that. There are plenty more. The beer has got a 5% ABV. It's got a low bitterness according to the brewery. It contains water, malted barley and hops. The beer is canned in a nice golden canister with an old-fashioned label that seems to speak to me. The can is sized 33 centiliters, i.e. about 11 liquid ounces canister. The Eastoff's Lager is said by Sustainbraget to best be served at 8 to 10 degrees Celsius, i.e. about 46 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. The brewery says nothing about preferred serving temperature. How about the experience then? Smells like uh, the aroma is typical lager aroma. It's got a large head. About three fingers and I haven't poured the whole 33 centiliter beer. It's uh, one moment. It's clear in color, yellow, 
and clear, very clear. Mm. The taste of this beer is very good for a lager. It's uh, pretty rich for a 5% ABV beer and lager. I wouldn't say that it's bread-like or yeasty, of course not. Uh, of course and of course, but uh, it's a lager, so taste of my palate. Nice, a little bit sweet. Kind of sweet, yes. And it's not very bitter, as they, as they say. Yes, it's not very bitter. And it's not candy-like. very round soft on your I mean what's it called uh, smooth it is a little fruitiness in it but what kind of fruit is it Mango, perhaps? I don't know. There are no uh, spices I can sense. It's a clear beer, uh, a, a very simple uh, in character, but good. The undertone is... Uh, I don't know if, the, if it has a, an undertone. See, let's see here. It's not creamy, of course. And the carbonation level will show itself in a minute or two. So let's take a minute. This is certainly not Pilsner-like, I can tell you that. It's a, it's a very good beer. Well, Pilsner can also be good, but lagers in general are better. Well, I don't think the, it has a very high carbonation level, but not particularly low either, either. And it's not acidic and there are no aberrations. I give this beer, okay, what about grading then? The aftertaste first, uh, let's see. Oh, I burped there, but um, 
the aftertaste is very pleasant it's fresh the beer is fresh I think it is uh, what about grading then it's certainly worth for a logger <clears throat> For a logger, it's worth a nine out of ten devils. But for an, for a beer, if you if you are going to compare it with um, ales, for example, and I pass, I'd give this beer. I mean, it, it's incredible. This is only five percent. Uh, ABV in it, but it's so good. I'd say that it gets a uh, uh, a seven compared to all other luxury beers. Like um, uh, this is a an old beer, a, a craft beer, but it's a lager. But uh, lagers can be craft beers. I'd say that uh, this well well matches uh, many ales or IPAs. But it is a lager, so I graded nine devils out of ten possible. And it's a little bit higher uh, carbonation level than uh, I first thought, but. Uh, because I'm burping uh, several times now, two times. And that's the best indicator of uh, the carbonation level. Our next contestant is the American beer Boston Lager, a beer sort from Samuel Adams. A Boston Lager costs just under 19 Swedish kronas or about 2 US dollars and 20 cents. The beer has got a 4.7% ABV. It contains water, barley malt and hops. The beer sort has in America got a slightly higher ABV or 5% than in Sweden and I guess in, ho in the whole of Europe. The label also differ in design. It has got an IBU, i.e. bitterness of 30, which is, a, is quite a bit high for an American lager. That is all well. Samuel Adams is supposed to be a craft beer type of brewery. We'll see about that in a minute or two. If it is a craft beer, I expect it to have a flavor that can vouch to that. Boston Lager is using the German hop sorts Hallertau Mittelfrü and Tettnang Tettnanger. The beer is bottled in a slim size 35.5 centiliters, i.e. 12 liquid ounces bottle, with the name Samuel Adams embossed on the glass bottle. It's the American standard size bottle. 
There are a lot of languages on the label. Samuel Adams Boston Lager is said by Systemlager to best be served at 8 to 10 degrees Celsius, i.e. about 46 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. The brewery says nothing about preferred serving temperature. How about the experience then? Got a nice aroma. A barely a one fingers tall head. And the color is orange. Orange. Mmm. This is bitter. It sure is a craft beer. Uh, not only in name, but also in taste, flavor. Okay, but it's not got a the, the head is all all gone really all already. It's uh, it's rich. I think it's rich. It's uh, it's at, at least it's a, a lot of flavor in it. So it's uh, I tend to think it's rich. And it's only four four point seven percent. Yeah. Is it bread like? Dark bread, perhaps pumpernickel type. It's not yeast; it's a lager, but. Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't think it's yeasty, it's spicy. Taste on my palate. Uh, bitter, of course. I think it's uh, a little bit sweet also. Oh, very sweet and very bitter. 
but it's not candy-like. Fruitiness, let's see. There is some um, element in it. Peach-like or something. And it's spicy. It is. And the carbonation level is... Uh, Well, we'll see in a minute quite high I think not very high but it is a is a, at least not low I took the trouble to burp so it's uh, not very low uh, creaminess it's not creamy but um, It's rich, this beer. 4.7%. That's even more incredible to believe. It's a really good beer. It's not acidic and there are no aberrations. It's got some, some, some kind of um, orange peel um, taste over it, I think. Peach like uh, some middle thing, middle ground thing, I don't know. Okay, what about grading then? Well, uh, it tastes like um, an IPA beer actually, because it's uh, got a high IBU. But it is a lager, so uh, I, I'd say that um, this beer, if it's going up against IPA beers, I'd give it uh, 8 tables out of 10 possible. <clears throat> and that's a very high grading if it's going up against other IPA beers. But uh, as a, uh, it's more complicated if you want to grade it as a lager, because it's not really a typical lager in any way. It's more like an IPA beer. So how do I grade this a lager? I like IPA beers, but uh, this is a lager. I'd, uh, I have to grade it at least eight devils as a lager also. I say I'd say eight devils, and it's not because it's not as good as the former beer, because it is, but it's because it's a lager and it tastes like an IPA. Uh, I expect another taste in lagers. I don't know if I make any sense, but uh, if I'm making any sense, but uh, uh, I'm confused here. I'd like a lager to taste at least as a lager, even if it differs from other lagers. Uh, 
And if it's an IPA, I'd like it to taste IPA beers. So um, I, I land I land at, at eight devils out of ten possible as a lager. Okay, uh, okay. One moment. Excuse me. Absolutely, don't drink and operate heavy machines, military or civilian. Drink responsibly or not at all. Don't drink at all if you're underage or pregnant. Sorry. This week's lesson is going to be a hard pill to swallow for the American conservatives of today. It's called mowing the lawn. This lesson may come a bit too late since businessman Donald is not in office any longer. At least not in the White House Oval Office. But I am not including this lesson now because he is gone from office and that I would lack the courage to say this in his face. On the contrary, I am one of the few that always spoke my mind about Donald Trump in public and what he did in general and in particular in real time. I often went in clinch with Trump and Z's and defended my country against evil people. I think it is shameful for American conservatives that they bent over and took everything Trump had in their ass, except for Mitt Romney, who I have the deepest respect for still. It is either that or some of the conservatives went on a trip to the far side. With the far side, I mean that they are bound for hell. They have become evil. Most of the American conservatives are the only people of a country who knows what it means to be both good and how it is to be evil. Because Trump is evil. He did one good thing. He tried to stop abortion. But I bet he wouldn't have helped, for example, Sweden to end its abortion policy had he managed to stop abortion in America first. No, he would have pointed his right index finger and said, look at what is happening in Sweden. Russia would, in the extension of this verbal abuse, have jumped on the bandwagon and we would ultimately have been screwed by Russian military means. As best, his motives for wanting to end abortion are questionable. So excuse me for abandoning the US, but I don't want to end up in this kind of situation for my country again. I didn't give much for Obama ne neither. He and his Arabian Spring policy. I thought America was the land of the brave. And it still is. But there are much fewer today. How can this be? One conservative after another have been folding down to Trump's dimwit ideas. Consider yourself lucky that at least one conservative remained standing, Mitt Romney, 
while Trump was still rampant. Arnold Schwarzenegger only spoke his mind when it was clear that Trump had lost the election. That didn't impress me. And he isn't even an American from birth. We Swedes couldn't afford to fold down. We are fighting for our lives. Anyway, the following is my lesson for today. Exactly how is Trump going to make America great again? He does not lead through example, that is for sure. What do I mean with that? Well, he said that America in the past has been stupid to tell the world what their country's intentions were. Okay, but if you do not take responsibility for what your intentions are, if you do not tell the people what your intentions as a state and as a state leader are, then per definition you cannot lead through example, because your people do not have a clue what your intentions are. Ergo, there is no example to follow. Do you see what I mean? But I lead through example. I tell the world what I intend to do, and then I do it. Even a guy like Putin does that. Even Hitler did that. But not Trump. And he is proud of not doing it. Donald, if you are not leading through example, you are not leading. And if you are not leading, then you cannot make America great again. It is as simple as that. I think that every lie and deception springs out of a personal perversion, or at least a leniency for a perversion. All the lyings by the so-called statesmen of the world is only a cover-up for their personal perversions. Of course, there is only one totally perversion-free person in history, Jesus Christ. But the lies that come from some persons are much worse than the average liar's lies. And when that person is in office, it gets bad. If you are in a clinch with and then surrender to Trump, he will screw you over a thousand times if he could make a dime on it. On the other hand, if you don't surrender to Trump, he may screw you over anyway, but at least you are standing up. The man has got no honor. He is like Emperor Nero. If you are standing up and looking down on his bald spot, he will have you executed. Uh, it may be just a tall tale, but watch the figurative similarities, considering both Trump's and Nero's decadence. There are three kinds of world leaders today, and always have been. The first kind is someone like Donald Trump, who in foreign policy says one thing and does another thing, sometimes simultaneously. This kind of leader consistently, consistently shuffles the cards before they are dealt. The second kind of leaders are like Vladimir Putin and Adolf Hitler. They say what they intend to do, and then they do it. But what they do is not God's will. 
The third kind of leaders also mediate what they intend to do, and then they do it. But what they do is God's will. The third kind of leaders are rarely existing in the world. And that is remarkable, that good people, of which there are plenty of among ordinary people, apparently finds it hard to make it to the top wherever you have your residence in the world. It makes me wonder what tools successful politicians in general use to make it to the top, and also how they stay in office. Donald Trump wrote this in his book Crippled America from 2015. Quote, Does anybody reading this believe that I am concerned about making other countries feel good? They used to fear us. They used to want to be us. We were respected. End quote. Thank you for that clarity, businessman Donald. That doesn't sound like a good business investment. It shows you cannot be trusted by non-Americans ever. If you cannot be trusted, who in their right mind can you strike a deal with outside of America? I can answer the question myself. The UK, Canada, Australia, New Zealand and Israel. All others have to prepare for the worst from totalitarian regional or global powers like Russia and China. Unless God intervenes and strikes a blow to America for embarking on the wrong road, perhaps. We have put a lot of money and some casualties into a country's war with the Taliban in Afghanistan. For what? There is no homework today. But you women, please speak up about where you stand on Trump. I don't care if you are for him or against him. Just speak up. I value your voice. I hope you valued mine. And um, thank you and see you later, alligator. At a while, crocodile. Oh, thank you.